Welcome to the Six Figure Influencer Podcast. I'm your host, Allie Reeves, and my purpose is to help women grow their online businesses, influence, and income with ease. If you're ready to drop the excuses and start showing up as the boss you know you're meant to be, then you've come to the right place. Let's get started. Hi, hi, hi. Welcome to the Six Figure Influencer Podcast. I'm your host, Allie Reeves, and I don't know why I just started this off so official-like, but here we are. Maybe the reason why I sound so excited is because I feel like we're talking about something a little more exciting than the usual topics that we cover. Um, Obviously, I love everything that we talk about because all of the topics that I cover in my episodes are to help you become your own best version of a six-figure influencer, whatever that means to you. So it's all fun in that respect, but I don't know. Like what we're going to talk about today, which is all about manifesting and some of the science behind it and what I've been doing and what I've done to manifest some of my biggest goals and what you can do too. I just find it more fun and exciting to talk about. So anyway... I thought this would make a good topic to talk about today because when we moved into the house, I actually lost my journal. And that is like my personal favorite tool for getting in alignment and putting out there the things that I want to achieve and manifest into my life and my business. And just that, you know, there are many ways that you can go about doing this, but that's my favorite. And I lost my journal in the move. So I haven't been doing my normal daily or almost daily um, practice of journaling and visualizing and the things that I really got into the habit of doing in the past year. And I could tell a massive difference just in my overall mood. Just something about it really primed me to get in that peak mindset um, and take the actions that were most aligned to the type of business and life that I want to be actively creating. So I found my journal finally in some random box and I've been getting back into it and I was looking over some of my past entries and again it just blew my mind all the things that have just kind of come to fruition a lot a lot of which I didn't even notice a lot of which like I wrote down I kind of forgot and then here I am they've they've come and gone they've happened and I had almost forgotten that I had even written those things down months prior to them happening so that happened and I realized that just the other day and then um whenever I wanted to do the Q&A episode for you guys which there were two parts that one ran last week, the last episode, and then um, two episodes before that. And I fielded you all for those questions. And I get those on Instagram. And I just put the questions to grab and I tell you to shoot me any questions that you want me to answer on the podcast. And one of you responded with not a question, but with (laughs) talk about some of your woo woo stuff which made me laugh because I know that she had to be referring to like journaling and visualizing and manifesting because I've talked about them here and there, not a lot. But when she asked that, I really didn't have 
anything new to share that I haven't yet. And this was at the time that I still couldn't find my journal. <laughs> so I wasn't really doing my typical thing, my daily actions to, you know, to the woo-woo stuff, which is so funny that we've referred to it as woo-woo. Um, so I didn't mention it on the Q&A, but that happened. And then I found my journal. I already told you about that. And the other day I'm scrolling Instagram and I came across this graphic that caught my attention and it's like three steps to manifesting your desires and taking a quantum leap and that you're just speaking my language at that point. It instantly grabbed my attention. It was a, a brilliant post by Jen Casey and after all those things happened, I said, you know what? I'm going to post an update. I am going to share with you how this works, some of the science behind it, just kind of like a recap, because we have talked about these things before, and I'll reference the episodes that we really dive deep into these. But I'm going to give a recap on how this works scientifically. I'm going to share with you those three steps that I think were so brilliantly and succinctly broken down from the Jen Casey post. And then I'm going to share with you how all of that works and like how I work it into my daily practice to actively and intentionally be taking the actions toward the things that I ultimately want to manifest into my life and business. Okay, so those are the things that we are going to talk about today. So I think it would be most appropriate to start with how this all works scientifically and how it's not woo-woo, it's not magic. It truly is science. It just sometimes looks and feels like this magical woo-woo concept because up until not very long ago, we didn't know how this stuff worked. People figured out and you know they were able to intentionally manifest things into their lives, but they didn't know how they were doing it because we didn't have the science and all of the technology to see how this actually works. And I'm not a doctor. I am not a scientist. I've read a lot of books and I luckily have access to a few incredibly smart people who do know what they're talking about. One being Dr. Cynthia Kempinski. She has been on the podcast twice now um, sharing steps and tools and practices on how to rewire your brain for success. So I want you to, if you want to know really, really deeply and more thoroughly how this really works with your brain and scientifically and the neuroscience behind it all, I want you to go back and listen to episode 22 and episode 58 with Dr. with Dr. Cynthia Kempinski because she, this is her area of genius. This is what she does on a daily basis and she can explain it so much better than I can. But I am going to really quickly explain this in a nutshell and pray to God that I don't butcher this too bad. I'm literally going to read from my notes because I'm not going to risk trying to do this from memory and sound like an idiot, okay? So here's how this works in a nutshell. Very, 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 very high level. 
your thoughts, the things that you think on a daily and moment to moment basis determine how you feel, right? Good, positive, high vibe thoughts will leave you feeling pretty good. On the other end of that, bad, negative, sad, depressing, low vibe thoughts will make you feel more aligned to those feelings. How you feel then dictates the actions that you take throughout the day, how you treat people, how you show up, the types of actions that you take in your business, in your life, right? And all of these things dictate and affect the energy and the frequency that you give off that people can, on a very subconscious level, pick up on. (laughs) That is super, super high level. Again, (laughs) if you want to hear somebody who really knows what she's talking about, go back and listen to episode 22 and what was it? 58. All right, but that's high level. Now, the way that Dr. Kempinski explains it is our brains are like computers and have neural connections. Our brains have about 100 billion with a B neurons, and each of those have about 10 to 15,000 different connections. And all of those connections total in the trillions in our brains. Okay. All of those connections are little programs that we all can run. And obviously, we're not running them all, and we never will run them all, but they are all potential programs that we can run. Now, the ones that we are firing the most, the most frequently and the most intensely become our default programs. Okay, so if you were raised a certain way, if you were raised with certain beliefs, if you're raised to be more or in a more optimistic household or a more pessimistic household, and I'm being very general here, um, giving very simplistic examples, obviously, but hopefully you're getting what I'm saying. These affect the programs that you become used to firing and running in your brain, and they become habitual, and you end up running them in like on autopilot, basically, right? So you don't even have to think about it. You just wake up and these programs just start running because you've been firing firing them the most frequently. All right, so like I said, if you consider yourself more of an optimistic or pessimistic person, these are default programs that you're just used to running. It's not, that doesn't mean that you don't have the potential to be the opposite. It's just you're more used to running that type of program. Same thing that if you often find yourself feeling or acting as a victim of certain situations, it's a default program. If you have bad or good feelings about money, love, your job, your relationship, or experiences, you know, good or bad experiences with those things, these are all programs that you can either keep running and just accept as truth, or you can actually change them. And this is what she's talking about in those episodes of rewiring your brain. You can actually train yourself and your brain to think and feel differently, to fire brand new connections and train it to strengthen those connections and fire them more frequently to make those your new default programs, right? So literally like rewiring a brain. So the way that Dr. Kempinski 
was teaching us how to do this is through certain techniques like um, like meditation and visualizing and journaling. All of these things are tools that you can use to reprogram your brain over time. Okay, so I understand that whenever you hear about people manifesting a dream house or a million dollar launch or 10 new aligned team members, it sounds like magic, especially if somebody maybe wasn't having that kind of luck before and you hear book titles like Think and Grow Rich, right? Like it all sounds super magical and like some woo-woo witchcraft, but fact of the matter is you're simply just thinking different thoughts that are more aligned to the things that you actually want to bring into your life. And whenever you align your thoughts and your actions with the things that you want, that is how you manifest them into physical reality. All right. So I've been fascinated with this since I ever heard of the book, The Secret. That was like, I feel like so many people's first introduction into the concept of manifesting, even though this has been around since the beginning of time. But ever since I've been intentional and like obsessed with all of this kind of stuff, I can trace back on all of these awesome things that I have intentionally brought into my life. And by the way, just like to to explain this, everything in your life you have manifested, not just the good things, good and and bad, and things that you haven't even thought about are all things that you have manifested into your life. Okay. So, and that's, that's a hard pill to swallow. And we're not going to like really go deep into that. Actually, we're not at all because it's a rabbit hole and people have very strong feelings whenever you say like, yeah, the bad things in your life, you manifested. We're not going to go there, but I can trace back many things that I have absolutely intentionally manifested in my life, including my husband, Chris. And I talked about this, I believe it was episode eight. I talk about um, the title of the episode is Your Secret Weapon for Success, journaling. And I, I go into how I journal and many different ways that you can journal and different things that I've brought into my business and my life via journaling. And the very first thing that I remember manifesting from journaling specifically was my husband and how this happened. Just like a quick recap is I was in a really, really bad, long, drawn out, unhealthy relationship. I wanted it to be done. I knew that I deserved better, that we both deserved better, but it was just one of those things that it was like a never ending cycle. And I had read in a magazine article or somewhere online that you can actually journal or like a good practice to break this cycle and bring in your dream partner is to journal about it. And you essentially just write out like your, your dream partner. How does he act? How does it feel when you're with him or her? Um, you know, physical attributes. What are the things you do together? How is he as a person? What's his attitude? What's his sense of humor? You know, like get as specific as you want. You should get as specific as you can. And I did this. I wrote a letter to myself as if I had met this person and I was with him and how I felt and how he was. And I cannot find this letter and it breaks my heart because I think it would be so cool. 
But less than a year after writing that, I met my now husband who fit that description to the T. To this day, blows my mind that I found him that quickly. Because if you had asked me at the time that I was writing that, I would have swore to you that I was way too picky, that there was no way I would ever find somebody who fit all of the things that I wanted in an ideal partner, but I did, and I married him. Um, So anyway, that was like the very first thing that I can remember, like intentionally manifesting through journaling. Other things I have manifested specifically through like visualizing and journaling, I've manifested my coaches, Sarah Dan, Lindsay Mango, Wes Knight, and the current team that I'm working with right now. I've manifested filling out my mastermind, which is something else that I've shared in, I believe it was that journaling episode, episode eight. Um, At the time that I was writing this all out in my journal, I was writing out the type of women exactly that I wanted to join my mastermind, what their attitudes were, how they took action, how many there were, how quickly they joined. And at the time that I was journaling about this, I had basically nobody in my mastermind, like nobody was taking action on it. I think maybe two had joined. I had spots for 10. Eventually I would open it up spots for 20 and short after journaling about it and getting my thoughts and actions aligned, I filled it out several times. I have manifested dream team members. Um, the My VA, Emily, who I work with right now, absolute dream VA, manifested her. Our nannies, both of them who have worked with us and the one that's currently working with us, dream nannies, journaled about them, um, dream clients, you name it. And most recently, the house that we have built and that we now live in. This is crazy. This is whenever I found my journal after losing it, this is one of the things that sparked me wanting to film this episode because I was reading some of my past entries and one that I wrote last July. This was way before we had even considered building. Like I think this was probably, I think at the time we were considering just buying a home and we were looking on Zillow and a few different apps. I don't even know if we had gone to look at any homes, but I journaled exactly what I wanted my dream home to look like and to feel like from the paint colors to the exterior of the home to the layout of the home, right? I read it today and it is exactly to the T minus maybe like two details, exactly what we live in now. I think the only difference is, is I said that our home had black shutters and our home has wood right now um, or wood colored and I said that whenever you walk in, there is a formal dining room to the left, which we do not have because I don't like formal dining rooms, actually. Um, I just wanted one dining room built into the kitchen, which is exactly what we have. But other than that, literally every single thing that I wrote in that article, I'll have to post it on Instagram because it's really cool, is exactly what we have now, um, less than a year after I wrote that out well before we even knew we were going to build. And I read that and it just, it gave me chills. It's just so crazy. And you guys, let me be clear here. All of those things, yes, I 
I was intentional. I brought them into my life, but they didn't just magically appear. And that's another, that is another area that I feel like is a misconception to people who are newer to these concepts. They don't just magically appear into your life. It requires you to think a certain way and more importantly, to act a certain way and take aligned action. We didn't just all of a sudden get the opportunity to build a house. That took months and months of looking at houses, realizing that we weren't going to find our dream house in this specific area, and then taking the actions to look into building it, and then all of the crazy work that it took from then on to now be in this house. took a ton, a ton of action. It didn't just appear overnight. Same thing with my filled out mastermind. Same thing with my team members, our nanny, the dream clients, my coaches, my husband, all required thinking and acting a certain way. But whenever you do that consistently, that is when you start bringing into physical reality the things that you actually want versus things that you're not being intentional about, things that you actually don't really want in your life. It's all about being intentional about what you think, and how you feel, and the actions that you take. So I'm going to go a little bit deeper here in just a minute on more of my daily actions and how I've been really intentional about this practice for myself. But if you are newer to this, or if you are looking for a more planned approach to how you can manifest the things you actually want in your life versus the things that you don't want, I'm going to give you, I'm going to share with you um, those tips from that post that I referred to earlier, because like I said, I feel like the way Jen Casey summed it up was so easy. And I think I've already mentioned, I've read so many books on these things, and there are so many that I love. And if you were to ask me, I would be like, yes, read this book. Great books. But people tend, and myself included, tend to make this a lot more complicated than it actually needs to be. And the problem with some of these books is they know that everybody wants every single tiny little detail, and their job is to break it down in the most complex way possible to give you every single little nitty-gritty detail. And that's great, but I think whenever you read books on it, it's just really, really easy to take all of that information, become overwhelmed or overthink it and make yourself crazy and it just not be a great experience for you. So read books, that's fine. I think books on, you know, like one of my favorite books on this, it's an oldie but a goodie, is Think and Grow Rich. That's just a classic. Um, a Happy Pocket Full of Money is one more specifically about money. Really like that one too. But it really comes down to three main areas. And whenever I came across this post from Jen Casey, I was like, yes, that's it. And it kind of was a good reminder for me to go back to the basics of like, this is all you need to do. This doesn't have to be hard. Like I used to set myself up to thinking to manifest the things that I actually want in my life is this like long, drawn out, super focused, intensive process. And that's not true. And a lot of people who have gotten really good at this will agree that it's just as easy to manifest a button as it is 
a castle or a million dollars. It's the same process. It's just your level of belief in the thing. So the other day, whenever I was scrolling Instagram and I saw this post, I was like, okay, this is what I need to remind myself of. And like I said, this post was from, was created by Jen Casey. You can find her at, at Hey Jen Casey, J-E-N-C-A-S-E-Y. She's awesome. But she shared three steps on manifesting your desires and basically taking a quantum leap. I can't remember exactly what she titled it. But the first step is, number one, align. Align with that vibration and set a clear intention of what you want. Okay, so you have to be very, very specific on what you want. You don't want to be too broad. It can't be, I want to make more money or I want to sign more team members or I want to hit bigger goals. You want to get very, very, very specific on exactly the level and the amount and the type of person, place, thing that you are wanting to bring into your existence because the more specific, the more that you can see it, the more that you can feel it and eventually bring it into your life. And then at that point, once you get that specific, then you want to align with that vibration. And what that means is, how does that feel? This is where visualizing comes into play. And you don't have to visualize. You don't have to journal. You want to do something like to get you into the feeling of what it would feel like to be in the possession or the achievement of whatever it is that you are wanting to go for. It just so happens that the best ways to go about this, the most popular ways, and I honestly don't think I can think of any other ways to do this best, is visualizing, journaling, manifesting, affirmations, things like that, okay? Because you want to get into the feeling. This is how you start rewiring those new programs and um, freaking whatever you call them, connections into your brain, right? You start thinking more aligned on that level. And then at that point, you will start getting, because your brain wants to find answers for you and wants to provide for you the questions and the things that you are seeking, it will then offer up solutions and inspired ideas and thoughts that you can then take action on that's going to be aligned with the things that you want. So if you want to manifest a dream client, you need to be aligned vibrationally to her. If you want to start bringing in 10K, 20K months, you want to be, you need to be aligned vibrationally to that. And what that means to me is, and the way that I go about this is, if I had that thing, if I had that client, if I had that level of income or whatever it is, the dream house, the dream car, the dream relationship. How would I be showing up if I had the thing? Not if I wanted it or if I knew it was coming. If I had it in my possession and in my reality right now, how would I be showing up? How would I speak? What would my confidence level be like? What what decisions would I make? What would I be spending my money on? What would I not be spending my money on? What kind of clients would I be accepting? What kind of work would I be accepting? What kind of content would I be creating? You know, how would I be feeding and taking care of my body? All of these decisions, these little tiny decisions, 
increase or decrease your vibration and how much you align or misalign with the things that you want to bring into your life. So that's step one. You need to align vibrationally with your very specific intention of what you want to create. Step two is detach. And I feel like if there were any of these that I get most hung up on, and I think a lot of people do, it's this one, detaching. And what detaching means is you have complete faith and certainty that what you want is on its way or something better. This is where you have complete confidence and you act as if it's already, the thing is already here. It's already done. It's just, it's good as gold. Like it's done, even though it's not. And even if it never comes, you don't care. And it sounds so contradictory, but the thought and the science behind this is if you hold on too tight to something, if you want something so bad and you're constantly stressing about how soon it's going to be here or what exactly it's going to look like, you are sending out this vibration of desperation and lack right? You're sending out, you're constantly sending out the signal that you don't have it yet. And it has to look exactly how you want it to look. Otherwise you don't want it, right? You're just constantly sending out this vibration of lack that it's not here yet. And that is what you're going to attract more of. So the art of detaching is knowing what you want, being specific about it, but then having the confidence that It's already here and acting as if it's already here, but also just like totally detaching from how and when it comes into your physical reality because you know no matter what, it or something better will take place. And I think one of the best analogies I've heard for detachment is it's like you're putting in an order at a restaurant. You go to a restaurant, you look at a menu, you pick out exactly what you want, the sauces, the prepar- how it's prepared, right? You're super specific on exactly what you want. You tell the waiter, he goes, puts it in the kitchen, and then you resume your normal conversation and your life with full trust that your order is coming back to you. You don't know how long, It may not be exactly what you ordered, but something very, very close, if not better, is going to come back to you no matter what. So you're not sitting there stressing and freaking out about it. You have that trust and you're acting as if it's going to come back. You're not sitting at the table and stressed about it coming. So all of a sudden you're going to reach into your purse and eat some crappy snacks, right? It's the same equivalent to wanting a certain level of clients or a certain level of income, but stressing that it's actually going to come and then taking a bunch of clientele that you're not aligned to because you're fearful that the ones that you really want aren't going to want to hire you, right? You're sending mixed signals. You're sending that, that vibration of lack and desperation out there. And like attracts like, you're going to get more of that. So you want to detach with complete certainty that I am already there. It is already done. And then the third and final step is the manifestation, receiving your intention in ways that you could and could not have imagined. And this is where it's kind of similar to the detachment that this or something better. A common mistake a lot of people make is They put in their order very specifically, which is exactly what you want to do, but then they get all tied up in exactly 
how it's going to come or the certain way it's going to come, right? Like they get, for instance, let's say you want to earn this certain level of income in your business and you get really specific on that number, but then you're like super attached to it has to come from your mastermind or it has to come from your sales for this month or something, but you leave no other option open for winning the freaking lottery (laughs) or getting some part-time VA job that ends up rocking your world. And obviously these are just like random examples, but hopefully that makes sense. Like you can, you're open to manifesting your intention in ways that you could and or could not have imagined because at the end of the day, God knows best for us, right? Or the universe or whatever you believe in. We have a very, very limited view of our life. And we may know what we want next month and next year, right? We may think we know best, but we have a very limited view. God in the universe has an aerial view of what is best and what we really want. They want to give us what we want. They want us to make manifest this dream life in the best version of ourselves, but it may not be in the exact way that we think it should be. So this is where you, again, you just, at the end of the day, you have this trust that what you want is coming either in the way you want it or in another more aligned, appropriate way that's best for you. You just have to trust and know that it's going to happen and align with that and take inspired action. Okay, so those are your three steps. Align, detach, manifest. And how I personally do this in my day-to-day, and I'm not perfect, I don't do this every single day, but the way that I go about getting in alignment with the things that I want to bring into my reality is my favorite ways are journaling and visualizing. So most days I will at some point during the day get out my journal. I start with journaling out gratitude because that makes me feel the best and gets me into a high vibe, good mood feeling state. I then write out or I look at the list of things that I am currently manifesting in my life. I read over them. I feel what it would feel like as if they are already here. This continues to increase my vibration and how I feel. And then I go into my day taking that aligned action. What actions would I take? How would I be feeling? What thoughts would I be thinking if those things were already happening in my life? Okay. And then my favorite time to visualize on these things is at night. I've tried to do it during meditations and sometimes I'll do guided meditations on occasion, but I'm still not and still haven't really found my groove with meditations just yet. So personally, I love to visualize and my favorite time to do it is right before bed as I'm falling to sleep. And this is something that I've been doing since I was a little girl before I even knew what I was doing. I used to fall asleep thinking about all the things (laughs) This is embarrassing to admit, but like all the things and clothes I would buy if we had a lot of money because we didn't growing up and that's just 
what I would think about. If we had a lot of money, what are the things and clothes I would wear and show up to school the next day? That's literally what I would do before I would fall asleep. And I still do that to this day. I visualize speaking to thousands of women on stage and teaching them all the things that I know. I visualize having a million downloads on this podcast, reaching my income goals, flying private, visiting the countries that I have yet to visit. I visualized many, many, many nights, too many nights to count what it would be like living in the house that we live in now starting some sort of nonprofit, collaborating with certain people, right? Like these are the things I just think about, um, you know, randomly certain ones before I fall asleep. And what this does is it is creating those connections in my brain. It makes me feel a certain way. It puts me in a good state before I fall asleep. And then you wake up and your brain does brainy things and I don't know. You're just more aligned with the thing. Okay. Anyway, that is what I do. And then one more thing I want to say too, is this because we're supposed to attach or I'm sorry, detach from how the thing comes into our experience. You really need to get good at paying attention to nudges and the signs right? Because we don't know how this thing is going to come into our life. That's not our job to know. We need to know what and why and not how or when. So because of that, the thing you want may be coming in a different way or a different path than you can ever imagine. So if you're not paying attention to the things that are happening around you, and you know this is where you get really good at taking that aligned action that can take you on your path a lot faster to the thing than if you weren't paying attention and not taking that action. And these signs, what's kind of frustrating about it is these signs often are very subtle. They're very easy to miss, but you can get better at paying attention to them. So what these look like often for me are just like moments of intuition where I feel compelled to reach out to somebody or talk about something. Or, you know, if I hear somebody mention something multiple times and all of a sudden I pay attention, like by the third time I hear somebody mention a book or somebody random mention a book, I'm buying the dang book, right? Or if I hear a song multiple times or see certain, see something random certain times, right? Like I, you just start paying attention to these things. And a quick example of this is I had no idea what I was going to talk about in this week's episode. No clue. As of this morning, I knew that I needed to record a podcast, but I didn't know what the topic was yet. And how I decided on talking about this, it was totally inspired. And the things that inspired me was, like I already mentioned, whenever I was fielding questions for the Q&A, somebody mentioned that they wanted me to talk about woo-woo stuff. That was one. That was one. Didn't really think too much about it after that point. Next thing that happened was I lost and then refound my journal. So I started journaling again. I started feeling better about that. I saw that random post from Jen Casey, which made me more inspired to journal and get back into really focusing on the things and being intentional about the things that I want to make manifest in my own life. 
And then the final straw that happened today is literally as I was journaling this morning, I got a notification on Instagram that my friend Heidi was mentioning me in her stories. I took a look and she was talking about this whole topic. She was referencing my um, interview with Dr. Kempinski and basically like manifesting and journaling and the science behind it. She was talking about that. So it was all these things back to back that finally inspired me to say, you know what? I feel like there's a reason why these things keep popping up into my awareness. This will make a great topic. Somebody somewhere needs to hear this. I need to talk about this again. So that is what ultimately made me want to record this specific episode. So it's just paying attention and being more aware of what's happening. And nowadays, that's easier said than done because we are constantly distracted by social media and we're constantly inputting and inputting and inputting and very rarely do we take the time to be quiet and, or at least I do, have a problem just paying attention to those moments of intuition and and nudges and signs from God in the universe. You know what I mean? But anyway, that, my friend are my easy manifesting tips that you can now take and hopefully use to more quickly hit your goals and blow your own dang mind. I'm really excited to hear what you think of this. If you are going to start implementing any of this into your daily routine or if this impacted you in any way, please let me know. Please message me on Instagram. Let me know what you think. Um, Share in your stories, you know, whatever it is that you're doing. Let me cheer you on. My favorite thing is hearing your feedback and your thoughts. And especially if you implement anything that I share on here, there's nothing better in the world to me than hearing that kind of feedback. So seriously, reach out to me on Instagram at Allie I Reeves. Give it a shot. Um, you never know, right? Like what's it hurt to get yourself in a high vibe place and feeling good and taking more aligned action than maybe you previously were taking. There's nothing bad that can come of that. And in the meantime, I hope you have a wonderful, wonderful day. I will link the episodes and the people that I mentioned in this podcast, uh, in the show notes. And I'm going to get off here because I am tired of talking. I love you guys. Bye. Hey friend, thank you so much for listening. My goal is to help as many women as possible. And if this episode helped you in any way, you can directly impact my efforts by simply sharing a screenshot of this to your social media or team. Also, if you're looking for additional support, feel free to find me on Instagram at Allie I Reeves and or join the free Six Figure Influencer Facebook group.